I am so excited about this episode for a couple of reasons. Chief among them is it's, it's a great example of how the Urantia book gives us information that is simply found nowhere else. And you know, I was watching the Pope Benedict funeral, the procession, the mourning, and I thought, man, this is a really good opportunity to delve into what the Arantia book says about what happens when we die. So we're going to get to that subject in just a moment. I want to thank you for stopping by the Arantia Radio podcast. Please share it with your friends, people that are really looking for inspiring truth, and then we can share it together. If you have a question or a comment, or if there's something that you would like us to discuss here on the Arantia Radio podcast, the email is simple, Radio at gmail.com. Welcome to the Urantia Radio Podcast. Happy New Year. It's the brand new year. Hope you had an opportunity to spend with people that you love. And uh, boy, the common consensus I saw was that people were saying good riddance. So hopefully 2023, a year of optimism, and we keep our fingers crossed. So one of the bigger events that happened was the death of Pope Benedict the 16th. And it presented, at least for me, a good opportunity to talk about a whole host of important subjects, including his contribution to the, to the Catholic Church, whatever your views are on the Catholic Church. Also some interesting observations on how we in the West, there was also the death of Barbara Walters. And it seemed, it could be just me, my own perception, but it seemed like the people in America were more more concerned about her death than Benedict. And she was, of course, a trailblazer in American media. But uh, it was just interesting that I observed that the rest of the world was, and they're still in that period of mourning just a few days ago. Uh, the current Pope gave his final blessings. And from what I understand, Pope Benedict uh, had a, a whole list of accomplishments but the real discussion is where the pope is his body lies in state but his soul his spirit his identity where does it rest what's next for the pope benedict the german pope who made papal history or papal history by being the first per person in the long succession of popes going all all the way back to peter himself who stepped away from his leadership voluntarily which never happened before and then he went on to author over a dozen important papers, each averaging over a thousand pages on all hosts of subjects, faith, redemption, Christ, tolerance, all of the, the things that a thinking man considers in the final years of his life. And they say, experts in this area, that his writings will have an incredible future influence over the church and over religion and even over philosophy. We, have, we may have m just witnessed the passing of a contemporary version of Marcus Aurelius in, in many ways, or a Plato, or even a uh, St. Augustine, someone of that stature. So the vitals on Pope Benedict, for those who might be interested, 
head of the Catholic Church and sovereign of the Vatican City State from 19th of April, 2005. Then he resigned on the 28th, the last day of February in 2013. Benedict's election as Pope occurred in 2005. I remember that. Remember they were all, remember the smoking buildings? But it didn't seem, seem like a while ago. He was born in 1927 in Marktel, Germany. He died December 31st at the Monastero Mater Ecclesia in Vatican City. His birth name, Joseph Aloysios Ratzinger. He had a brother and a sister, George and Maria. His parents, Maria Ratzinger and Joseph Ratzinger Sr. He was 5'7". So we want to take a look at the specific questions about life and about his current state, which I think, again, is considering his importance on the spiritual affairs of this earth. I'm sure that the seraphic government, the unseen friends, uh, are making quite a few observations about the passing of this very important man. But again, it gives us an opportunity here on the Arantia Radio podcast to sort of use the Pope as as a driver of the question, what happens? So to find the answers, we look to papers 112, and I've gone through and plucked out some gems of concepts that might help you or others in understanding what happens when we die. And I'll just read various paragraph statements to, to help paint a picture. Urantia is your starting point. Here, you and your divine thought adjuster, the Spirit of God, are joined in temporary union. You have been endowed with a perfect guide. Therefore, if you will sincerely run the race of time and gain the final goal of faith, the reward of the ages shall be yours. You will be eternally united with your indwelling adjuster spirit. That's the opening paragraph from paper 112. When death overtakes a human being, the adjuster remains in the citadel of the mind until it ceases to function as an intelligent mechanism. About the time that the measurable brain energies cease their rhythmic vital pulsations. Following the dissolution of the mind, the adjuster takes leave. After death, the material body returns to the world from which it came. But two non-material factors of survival personality or surviving personality persist. The pre-existent thought adjuster with the memory transcription of the mortal career proceeds to Divinington, and there also remains in the custody of the destiny guardian the immortal Marantia soul of the deceased human. It is the reunion of the adjuster and the soul that reassembles the surviving personality that reconsciousizes you at the time of the Marantia awakening. The seraphim are indispensable to the reassembly of personality. From paper 112, section 3, paragraph 7, upon death the thought adjuster temporarily loses personality but not identity. The human subject temporarily loses identity but not personality. On the mansion worlds, both reunite in eternal manifestation. Universal sensors, these are high spirit beings who are often referred to, you know the reference Book of Life, 
They say that when you pass on, that your entire life is judged. Well, this is the role of the universal censors. And they're able to gain possession of the epitome of the human life as it is embodied in the adjuster's duplicate transcription of the spiritual values and the marancha meanings of the indwelt mind. These censors are able to appropriate the adjuster's version of the deceased human survival character and spiritual qualities. And all this data, together with the seraphic records, is available for presentation at the time of the adjudication of the individual concerned. This information is also used to confirm those super-universe mandates, which makes it possible for certain ascenders immediately to begin their Marantia careers. Mortal identity is a transient time-life condition in the universe. It is real only insofar as the personality elects to become a continuing universe phenomenon. This is the essential difference between man and an energy system. The energy system must continue. It has no choice. But man has everything to do with determining his own destiny. The adjuster is truly the path to paradise, but man himself must pursue that path by his own deciding, his free will choosing. Mortal personality, through its own choosing, possesses the power of transferring its seat of identity from the passing material intellect system to the higher Marantia soul system, which, in association with the spirit, is creating a new vehicle for personality manifestation. When the more spiritually and cosmically advanced mortals die, they proceed immediately to the mansion worlds. Other mortals may be detained until such a time as the adjudication of their affairs has been completed, after which they may proceed to the mansion worlds or they may be assigned to the ranks of the sleeping survivors who will be repersonalized in mass at the end of the current planetary dispensation. This child of persisting meaning and survival value is wholly unconscious during the period from death to repersonalization and is in the keeping of the seraphic destiny guardian throughout this season of waiting. You will not function as a conscious being following death until you attain the consciousness of the Marancha on the mansion worlds. At death, the functional identity associated with the human personality is disrupted through the cessation of vital motion. Human personality, while transcending its constituent parts, is dependent on them for functional identity. The stoppage of life destroys the physical brain patterns for mind endowment, and the disruption of mind terminates mortal consciousness. The consciousness of that creature cannot subsequently reappear until a cosmic situation has been arranged which will permit the same human personality again to function in relationship with living energy. During the transit of surviving mortals from the world of origin to the mansion worlds, the records of personality constitution is faithfully preserved by the archangels on their worlds of special activities. It's almost like they have a thumb drive of you with all of your data. As to the exact whereabouts of mortal personality during the time of intervening between death and survival, we do not know. 
The situation which makes re repersonalization possible is brought about in the resurrection halls of the Marancha receiving planets of a local universe. The reassembly of the constituent parts of the one-time material personality involves the fabrication of a suitable form, a Marancha energy pattern, in which the new survivor can make contact with non-spiritual reality. Your monitor is the absolute assurance that you yourself and not another will occupy the Marancha form created for your personality awakening. Your monitor refers to the spirit, the thought adjuster. Selfhood persists in spite of a continuous change in all the factor components of self. In the physical life, the change is gradual. At death and upon repersonalization, the change is sudden. The true reality of all selfhood, personality, is able to function responsively to the universe. Human life is an endless change of the factors of life unified by the stability of the unchanging personality. And when you thus awaken on the mansion worlds of Jerusalem, you will be so changed, the spiritual transformation will be so great were it not for your thought adjuster spirit and the destiny guardian who so fully connect up your new life in the new worlds with your old life in the first world, you would at first have difficulty in connecting the new Marancha consciousness with the reviving memory of your previous identity. Notwithstanding the continuity of personal selfhood, much of the mortal life would at first seem to be a vague and hazy dream. But time will clarify many mortal associations. The persistence of memory is proof of the retention of the identity of original selfhood. It is essential to complete self-consciousness of personality, continuity, and expansion. So here they're giving us a look at what happens, how we get to this place, and particularly where it says much of the mortal life will at first seem to be a vague and hazy dream but that time will clarify many mortal associations. So there's a snapshot of what happens next, giving us some insight in where the Pope is right now. His spirit is waiting for him to arrive and for the Seraphic Guardian to arrive and bring his identity. And they're probably busy creating a form for him. And then the spirit and the Identity, personality will reunite and that will constitute a new form for the continuance. That's their explanation. It constitutes the UB's explanation of what actually transpires when our physical life is no more and with the passing of Pope Benedict observing the touching way in which the world has come together to give this man a send-off. I thought it would be the opportune time to share what happens next to the Pope and to all who choose to follow God in the eternal state. Got a question or a comment? Best way to email me is your at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for stopping by.